Clap it in. You want to do the intro? Yeah, that's fine. Go for it. But I'll, I'm just going to stumble through it so we can. Yeah, it's okay. Clap. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to do the intro. I am doing the intro. Hello, everybody, and welcome to an episode, a special episode of Kentucky Commons Radio Hour. Uh, New Year Old Beer. Old Beer. This is like, instead of Auld Lang Syne, Old Ale and Sighing. I don't know what any of that means, okay. but this is the, uh, what, fifth, sixth episode we've done? Seems like the hundredth. Yeah, yeah. Uh, some people wait a lifetime. Uh, but today, we're going to taste through some of our uh, old dusty beers that we left in the cellar. Uh, not super intentionally, maybe sometimes intentionally, um, but we'll give it a try. And sometimes some, these beers get better with age. They sometimes do. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes so they don't. We'll see if we have some sometimes, surprises. Sometimes they're just too big to drink by yourself, and you wait for an opportunity, or they're really special, and you wait for an opportunity, and then... You know, you, you don't get married and you don't have kids, and it's just kind of sad. Yeah. Uh, but today, since it's approaching the new year, we're going to break some of these out and uh, see what happens. Let's see what our first uh, old beer is for the new year. Yeah. I mean, want, are you, do you have him down here? Uh, I want Michael to express how personally excited he is. I'm very <laughs> personally excited for this one. Thank I should you. go over here in a minute and see if I have any old beer. Let's, if I do, they're room temperature, so maybe not. Okay. All right, so I've prepared a fine selection of old beers from, uh, like, every good consenting adult. I buy beer and then put it in my parents' basement, and then when I move, I package the beer in boxes, move it. You moved out of your parents' basement, like, last week, right? Yeah. Congrats. Congrats. Thank you. Um, so, that being said, uh, out of the 14,000 boxes, um, we have some, some pretty good ones. Hell yeah. So while he's pouring that, John, do you have a cellar? No. No. Yeah, I don't either. I don't fuck around with that. I have a uh, legitimate cellar. I used to keep homebrews around. um, And I do have, around here somewhere, I do have some old, like, homebrews and stuff stashed away. But I just can't. I can't. I get upset with clutter in my house in general. I can't be set in, like, 10-year-old beer. Uh, yeah. I have one of your keys. Yeah. So, David, tell us about this first beer. So about. And then remember the cameras over here. Yeah, I just gave it. Sorry about our last episode. We didn't tell happy guys what we were drinking. <laughs> so, so we're gonna be better off at this time. Enjoying ourselves. Um. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this beer is. I remember this one. A, a beer made by uh, Spencer Guy at Akasha Brewing Company. Back in the day. Back in or February of 2020. Um, so quite some time on this. Um, I will say that it literally says on the bottle, uh, best fresh, keep cold and drink now. Obviously can't follow any of those directions. So we're going yeah. to drink it now. Um, it's got a pretty cool label of like a little brain on it. It's uh, pink, purple. This is a homebrew recipe that Spencer did for a few years. Have the original uh, label of it. Oh, nice. Yeah. And I uh, scaled it up full scale. I believe this might have been the first iteration nope. of... No? Uh, first one was in 2019, uh, I believe. Uh, for two years, it was a huge release. I remember the first year, that was when I was still working at Akasha. Um, that was, you know, a line around the corner of the building yeah. situation. Yeah. So uh, this, this was this variant. We also had the Arbel Peppers. We had a... Barrel aged version later on, um, cinnamon. I don't remember all the. There's, all the there's a lot of vanilla. Yeah, but this is just the regular OG brain check, right? Yeah. So, so what's in this is uh, it's an imperial stout, uh, looking at twelve and a half percent. It's got coffee in it, cocoa nibs, cinnamon, and vanilla. So, kind of your traditional kitchen sink pastry stout. Hell yeah! Um, but we'll see how it's doing after. Uh, a year. Well, cheers, guys. Cheers to New Year. And also, cheers to uh, Spencer yeah. and his wife, Kaylin, on yeah, their newborn can. daughter, Denver. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, Congratulations. That's yeah. fantastic, guys. Just happened. Wow. Uh, that, Hold up great. That's not oxidized at all. Yeah. Yeah, it's, that's so Hold really up great. Good. So, this was released in 2020? Yeah. Was, we'll get into this in a little <laughs> bit, but does that seem like possible that it was 2020? Spencer was still at a Akasha. Like, time is a yeah, I, I want to say he left Akash uh, like in maybe July of Jeez, 2020. Time is nuts. And this is, you know, this release happened right before the world ended. Yeah. 
right. February of 2020. Yeah, so exactly. a month later, none of this Jeez. was. It's, it's very good. Still very sweet. Still get a lot of uh, cinnamon mm-hmm. in it. Not as much cocoa, yeah, but not, not uh, much. Or, or not really any coffee, which is pretty surprising, I guess. But uh, I get more of that like dark cherry kind of sweetness that comes out. Like you know that can pick up more in stouts as they age sometimes, and that's probably a hint of oxidation pushing that. But it's a hint if it's even yeah, oxidation. Not at much all. at all. Yeah. Um, that's exciting. Uh, th- to be clear, for anyone that doesn't know, this whole opening old beers isn't meant to like trash them. It's like it's our own volition and fault that yeah. they're oh, old. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> just. Yeah, just for anybody listening, this isn't meant well, to. Well, uh, to me, I mean, yeah. if you're going to age a beer like that, that's what you expect. Yeah, like you're going and it's, like people taste old barley wines and are like, oh, it's oxidized. It's like that's what that's a five year old barley wine is going to taste like. But like, what you know, you you could say, but like, why why would you consider souring a beer for? years or that's why they used to make them that strong so you didn't have to drink them right away and they would like keep and you could bury them under your house until your daughter came of age and then send off the cask (laughs) of ale with uh the bridegroom and then they could hopefully produce uh, offspring well oh and and that's in favor that's very specific yeah that was the honey mead that was the mead thing back all right so uh so so denver you got a bottle of brain check (laughs) waiting for you in 21 years yeah Uh, (laughs) burying it under the shop right now (laughs) but your uh your suitor has to provide four sheep (laughs) yeah exactly yeah and land and And land most importantly on mars probably um yeah i I like this it it, i I, this is still good to know because i still have a a few bottles of this in in my basement that just haven't seen the light of day because yeah this isn't a beer that I would be opening up by myself anyway. Totally. So, David, thank you for sharing this one with me because it gives me some hope for the ones I still have. Well, now you can hold on to it for another three years. <laughs> but it, it's super thick, really nice. Uh, I, You know, you don't know what to expect, and that's that's still... And I'm glad you corrected that, but like this being the third year, this is definitely the best one that was done, I think. Mm-hmm. What else we have? What else do we have? Um, huh. So this, uh, these are all throwbacks, if nice. you will. Knowing David Sadley, they're all going to be big stouts. Uh, most, yeah. <laughs> most of these are big stouts. That's what you hang on to. I didn't get that out. Um, so this bottle is a re- remember that one rendition of uh, Buku, uh, which Mawide Brewing originally did for their first anniversary. Um, that was an American Imperial Stout uh, with no barrel. Um, it was a big guy. I think it was like 13% or so. Yeah. Um, and then for their second anniversary, they bottled it in these nice 500 milliliter bottles, waxed them because, you know, that adds oh, yeah. infinite value. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, yeah. So, so Mile Wide just celebrated their fifth anniversary recently, so this beer is four years old at this point. It sounds about right. I believe right. so. I'm sure there's a fact checker that's going to tell me this is actually from 2019. I feel like Buku is like one of the first videos that we shot like a beer review about with Boy Meets Wart that I don't think ever saw the light of day because it was <laughs> one of those ones where you're like, maybe we should get a few of these under our belt before you release them in public. <laughs> but if I find it, I'll put it up on our Patreon. I do remember buying this beer and remember it just kind of hanging out on a shelf for a while. Not for any other reason than just like a, with brain check. I just didn't yeah. get around to drinking it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, now that I see that label again, absolutely recognizable. Me too. Yeah. Well, and David struggles with this. Yeah, thank um, you so much a little, for uh, the, the wax job, everyone. Yeah. I appreciate Stop it. wax. Okay, can we just agree that people need to stop waxing their bottles? Hell Yeah, well, unless you're home brewing. And I sometimes make a appreciate it, but I totally agree. It is a pain in the ass. You can charge $3 more. Yeah. All right, here, here's a game for you guys to play while David struggles. It's been kind of a crazy year. Sometimes people tell me something happened in, like, 2021. I'm like, what? Are you serious? That was, like, 2017, or, like, that was, like, last week. So I'll, I'll tell you guys a few events, and you have to tell me what year it happened. Does then. anyone have a chainsaw? I can deny it. <laughs> All right, so number one, what year and month you get bonus points? Uh, Facebook I got, I mean, loses the password I, to Facebook and gets itself logged out of Facebook. That was this year. That was like four months ago. Yeah, it was October 2021. So you guys okay. both get a point on that one. Would you like me to open that? No, 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 we're, no, we're still struggling is... with the wax. Um, <laughs> I'm just gonna go. I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and, and tell you what it is. But I was shocked. It was like a meme that I saw today. 
that the the Bernie Sanders. Mittens. Oh, that's my last one on here. Yeah, yeah, it's so ridiculous. Like that that does seem like it happened years Fucking ago. Years ago, and it, it was, was only back. In, it was in February. Yeah, it was or, a Biden's inauguration yeah. day. Yeah, I said I have the last one. That says Bernie Sanders mittens makes many memes. No, was it? No, was it? No, it, it happened wrong. in 2021. Yeah, it was Biden. It was I guess freaking crazy, yeah. man. Bernie is like actually, yeah, because I, I remember making some of those memes, and I was still I was living in my new house. By the way, that was like still that's still the greatest meme of 2021. Has there been a better meme this year? <laughs> There's been so many that it's hard for me to even. Is that the I'm once again asking you? That, that's a good one, but this okay. is just the one where he had his mittens. Cross like everybody in, on in the, the yeah, in the cold. Keeping a social distance from everybody. Wow, we really should have planned a if, little bit better. If, if a brewery were to get points taken away for a beer right now. <laughs> it would, I'm, I'm also we're using not doing the, plenty we're, to open it. I'm also using the, the their Mawad provided uh, snake bite. Uh, Don't show the camera, just open the beer. <laughs> complimentary. Okay, guys, you're getting a little antsy. All right, two million people were in this Facebook group. And I didn't read the follow-up story, I just read what happened. But two million people descended on Area 51. And they were getting shot at by the guards, but they were they could Naturo run faster than the bullets and the alien laser beams. You guys remember that? Oh yeah, Naturo. You guys remember when that happened? I don't know the month. I'm gonna say 2019. It was. It was in the fall of 2020. Michael's closer. September 2019. What? Doesn't seem like it though. That seems like I don't know. It seems like at the same time as the Bernie Sanders meme happened, that happened. And yet it was two years previously, almost. Okay. Like, that doesn't make any sense to me. All right, David got it open, finally. We need, we need to go back and uh, time crunch how long that took. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, it's 2022 now. Happy New Year, guys. And what year did I struggle to open Buku? Buku. All right. Now this one's looking. Uh, it's got a pour, like the <laughs> you got, like got a, some wax in there <laughs> too. Yeah, that pour, I'll take that's yours. <laughs> I'll take after all of that, that's, that's for me talking about the wax. It's got a nice little kind of red wine kind of color around it. it really does. You know? Just thinking about that reddish hue to mm-hmm. it. Yeah, it's very low carbonation at this point. Given, yeah, it's like so. This smells so much different than the brain. Several check. years old. Yeah, this is not a pastry stout. No. This is a straight, this uh, is straight imperial American imperial too. So there, there's expected bitterness in it as a opposed to um, kind of the sweeter stouts that people are used to. The smell is really um, perplexing me a bit. I, I want, originally, I was going to say barrel, but it's not overly barrelly at all now that I actually stick my nose down it. Actually, there's very little uh, Yeah, sense. that was like the first thing I got, but then after that... I don't, I don't get much. And I actually suspect if it was like... Because this is fairly cold still. Yeah, yeah. But... Mm. The taste... Um, I can... It's Not a, for me. I don't think it's bad. I think it's a little grainy. Um, I remember the original or the, the fresh Buku having this similar notes. Um, it's definitely lost a little carb, which is obvious, but fine. The finish is actually better, but just the, the initial hit is... Um, I think it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and this is a couple years older than this brain check, right? Well, that's 2018 or so. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say, like... Honestly, for thirteen, like, that, yeah, for, a for thirteen and a half percent, it has no bite on it at it's all. It's super smooth. I yeah. will, yeah, I will agree with that. There's not a whole lot of bite. The finish is pretty nice. I, what is this? Two? I wouldn't drink more than two ounces of this, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I. Uh, well, that's uh, this is how you end up with these bottles. It's yeah, like right, you yeah, don't exactly. want. Yeah, so you're not. You're not yeah. solo doming. Which yeah. where did that phrase come from? It's probably that guy who climbs like those. Free solo. <laughs> this is what he drinks when he's done. Yeah. Like, Fuck! Why did I do that? <laughs> Free solo. So, uh, next year's Iron Man will be sponsored by Malad, and each uh, competitor, yeah. upon completion, will pound uh, a bottle of Buku. Pound a bottle of Buku. solo. Well, but but, but but part of the new triathlon uh, requirements is to actually open that yeah, up, right? Yeah, exactly. Because it takes <laughs> takes some strength to do. Apparently, yeah. You cross the finish line, then you fight the wax. Yeah, it's. Uh, we kind of like one less taboo, you know. Yeah, totally. Here we go. <laughs> the Buku Bowl, where the, the coach Buku gets Buku poured on him at the end of the game if he wins. Oh, God. It's better than mayonnaise. So. <laughs> yep, that was gross. That was disgusting. All right, moving on. We've yeah. got uh, more than a few to get through here. Now, I haven't looked at the camera once, but hello, you people. I'm sorry I've been distracted. <laughs> uh, but for the people listening on podcasts, uh, we are talking to a camera right now because we also have a yeah. Patreon now. Yeah, we're high tech. So uh, if you want to see this happen 
on video, if you want to see our faces and, and the beer labels, uh, then subscribe to our Patreon, which is, I guess, just Louisville Ill Trail. I don't yeah, really Patreon. remember. Sure. Yeah, that's cool. We'll put a link. Yeah, there'll be a something. We'll, we'll link. link. There's a lot of good prizes. Tin Tackers, actually, are going to be in, I think, Eventually. in the next couple of weeks. That's the one I'm most excited yeah. about. Also, uh, Farts in Jars. Have you all heard about the Farts in Jars girl? He's, like, trying to sell her Farts in Jars. I, I would like fans. to open the next beer. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, this one's called Farts yeah, what's, what, what are we drinking next? No one appreciates me. Uh, this this one, I'm also going to get fact-checked on, I'm certain. Um, this is a release by West Six Brewing, uh, originally out of Lexington. That's where this bottle came from. Now they have a satellite location in Louisville um, in the Nulu neighborhood. Uh, but this is Snakes Ahoy, uh, part of West Six barrel program that they do. They're stout uh, varietals often go along with the snakes. So it starts off as, uh, what's the the basis? Snake cake. No, 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 the, the base, base, base. Oh, snake eyes. Snake Sorry. eyes, right, shit. And then the barrel-aged version of snakes in a barrel, <laughs> and then uh, usually on the anniversary and then uh, Black Friday, there's additional uh, barrel variants uh, with uh, numerous adjuncts. Um, this is the only time they've ever done this one. Um, it's labeled Snakes Ahoy. Um, if you could guess, that's a rum barrel that they put it in. See, I wouldn't guess that. I'm actually mad. Every time I see Snakes Ahoy, my first thought is, oh, they made snakes with uh, Chips Ahoy. Yeah, yeah. And it's a cookie variant. Um, I think if it was a rum variant, they should have named it something else. Like, uh, I don't know. I don't want to be put on the spot to come up with marketing you names for them. You put yourself on the spot. I know, but I don't care. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. If you're calling it Snakes Ahoy, it should be cookies. Well, <laughs> well, this is the only time this beer has ever been made. Um, well, they better not do it again. <laughs> okay. well, we know where you stand. Uh, <laughs> just call it. Just make me cookie snakes. That's all I want. Case. We're gonna run out of cups. That's fine. We'll start conserving. Improvise. Um, yeah, so this beer is, I want to say, from 2017, maybe 18. Wow. What I'm most impressed by this is that all the beers that we're drinking tonight, save maybe one or two, are mostly coming from David Satterley yeah. and his cellar. <laughs> yeah. Though my parents' house, okay? Right, yeah, sorry, his parents' house that he put there. Yeah. So... Uh. There she blows. Snake Eyes Imperial Stout continues its barrel-aged tradition within the planks of Caribbean rum barrels. This rendition brings forth layers of dark chocolate and roast that are intertwined with rum barrel-induced characteristics of blackstrap molasses, nuts, and rummy fruit. Snakes ahoy. Enjoy now, or let me age in a cool, dark place. So they want you to age it. Probably not for this long. I'll just throw that out there. Um... Smells like I've had alcohol. this three or four times. Um, in the past, this has been like, uh, for lack of better term, for lack of better term, uh, like jet fuel. Uh, it's very, it's really light right now. The rum was super, super light, pungent. And right now, rum it's, is really hard to incorporate into beer, well, in my opinion. Yeah. I have like over rum things, it's always gone. Yeah, and it either takes over or it goes like away completely. And I also don't love rum to begin with, so I'm always kind of like a tough sell on rum beers, but I enjoy this. This is good. I like rum. Um, this, yeah, this is good. I, I would, I would wager this is past its prime. Yeah. Um, it's not by any means undrinkable, but uh, it's definitely more of that molassesy fruit, um, dark fruit. It's it's not bringing on any tannins or yeah, anything. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's 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 not there anymore for me. Yeah. But uh, th this is a, the gamble you take when you sit on beers for five plus years. Um, but I do remember it coming out the gate uh, screaming. Uh, cookies. No, rum. That's what rum. it sounds like. Cookies. No, it, it's literally got a, a ship with a uh, telescope on it. You know what that looks like to me? Not a cookie. I thought cookies. it would make the dog better. Sorry, guys. <laughs> We have a dog in the, in the studio tonight, too, and Frankie is going a little ballistic. He's our mascot. He's also mad that there aren't cookies in this. Yeah, I think that's what he's mad about. So, okay. Frankie's about to send a strongly worded letter to <laughs> West 6. Facebook message. Facebook message. Yeah. Or just say something in a Facebook group anonymously. Yeah. And, and uh, the, the reason some of these are... Well, you'll see a couple of repeats from breweries is because... Um, 
for for a while, I mean, not that many people are doing like large bottle releases in Louisville. I think it's definitely come a long way since then, and more people like envelop into that. But uh, for a while, there were just a, a few breweries kind of doing like large format. You know, it was a lot of draft sales, some cans and stuff. Yeah, I agree. They were one of the in first Louisville. ones to make it. Big. We're talking about Louisville. In Louisville, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I would still say that we're getting better, but we're still pretty behind on the on the release. Yeah, uh, I concur. Uh, you know. Yeah. World. Well, for that format, but yeah, I mean, there's cans and stuff that like drop every week. Our 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 culture here are still there. People are lining up at Liquor Barn at, for, at yeah. eight a.m. Right. on a Saturday for for special bourbon releases. But we're not there yet with with beer, except for a couple of releases per year. I agree. Yeah, it'll take some. And time. I waited in a line this year for the first time I think ever at West Six for the Snakes on Fire. I uh, like that one. That Snakes on Fire. Oh, I forgive you for the Chips Ahoy mistake, because that was great. Um, I, I could drink that. I could solo dome that, as it were. Oh, okay. Okay. So, well, uh, as David opens up the, the next uh, beer. Got um, more. Do you taste heat on it at all? Um, No. No, I don't see. You said woo, so I was just yeah, curious, I'm not the, This is not my wheelhouse, these big-ass stouts. No, mine no. either. It's, well, I mean, I guess... It's mine. Um, oh, we've got more wax. One more wax bottle for us. You got uh, wax. I got facts. <laughs> this is from May of 2020. Um, this would have been right at the onset of pandemic. It's got a wonderful label of um, Mr. Spencer Guy. Um, curbside pickup. Looking from Akash. Nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember that one. That was a good one. Yep. Um We'll let you know what it tastes like in about 10 minutes. After the, uh, <laughs> so, so this, this was bottled in May of 2020, so it's probably one of the last big releases that he did there at Akasha before yeah. moving on to Atrium. It feels right. Most likely the uh, semi-lot, yeah. Yeah, one of the one of the last ones. And, um, Shout out, I wish I had a bottle of Alto to bring, but those mm, things are good. so good. Alto is fantastic. fantastic. drink them every single time I get the opportunity to. <laughs> yeah, that was, a, that was a great bottle condition saison. Um... Yeah, so this is just another imperial thing, pastry thing that Spencer put out. This is this is very very sweet, um, very 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 sweet. It is uh, consisting of an imperial stout with toasted coconut, uh, cacao nibs, and marshmallow, and clocking in at a blistering thirteen percent. Um, so great! I'm glad we're doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Small pores. Yeah. This was the bowl cut Spencer too. Yeah, bowl cut. Great. Uh, well, it was the COVID bowl cut Spencer. <laughs> okay, I can use this glass again. Okay. I'm excited for Denver to go back to listen to these podcasts. My dad someday. had a bowl cut? Yeah. How, did she, how did she have an accent? I don't know. This, <laughs> I, yeah, I think I'll stop talking about it. It'll be like 2030. <laughs> She'll just be texting. But uh, yeah, this is uh, magnificently labeled. Huh. But uh, yeah, it was marketed as a you know pretty big sweet stout. Yeah. Uh, the, Appropriately named curbside pickup because of the condition that yeah. we were all experiencing in May of 2020 with with COVID, yeah, and everything, which is uh, still going on. Yeah, at the onset of 2022, we're we currently up. are in that point where just fucking everybody has COVID. It's for the, for the time capsule. If um, Denver comes back and listens to this, this is that time <laughs> when everybody stop. has COVID. <laughs> just, just Omicron is fresh and new. We cannot just. Yeah. All right. Let's. We've all had the sniffles like in the past week, involving like fuck COVID, and then gotten the test. Oh, I got I got COVID. two tests, and they both said negative. I got my one. It was just my little at home one, but it said negative. This is so much coconut. <laughs> I can't really smell anything. See, I don't smell much out of this one. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Actually, that'd be a great COVID beer. I was like, you know, it doesn't really taste like anything. Next beer, I don't taste anything. This is this is so oh. much coconut. Oh, it's like a... That's coconut. Don't have COVID. Whew. Liquid candy bar? Yeah, it's great. Um, I, yeah. You can see the little bits of like oil and shit floating around in there still after all these years. Oof. I, I no I way it'll come this. through a camera, but... Yeah. Um, I think it's great. I think this is what the people want. I'm not the people, apparently. <laughs> You're not the people, but this <laughs> is what... Surely I'm not the only one that's seen It's a Wonderful Life, right? Uh, at this table. No. I'm I'm 13. Well, you know, it's, it's the great scene early on in the movie when George Bailey as a child is working at the uh, at the convenience store mm-hmm. or pharmacy or both like a Walgreens that was a bank just kidding 
or a ice cream parlor. I don't know. But regardless, uh, little, little Mary comes in mm-hmm. and uh, he's like, oh, you don't like coconuts. So whenever I think about coconuts, I think okay. about. I do not remember that part. You don't of that like movie. coconuts. Yeah, you like oh, you like It's a Wonderful Life a little bit too much if you're like quoting these random scenes. I, I don't see how this relates at all. <laughs> Plus, you have to say, Mary, you don't like coconuts. Oh, you want. You, you, it's you, a bad Jimmy Stewart. <laughs> you want Mary. the Mary. You want the moon, Mary? <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's quite I, good. I, I want a big one. I want a big style. Speaking of which, guys, which year did this happen in? GameStop, oh, AMC, and Dogecoin caused the nation to grow diamond hands. Well, it's, okay, so if you're talking about all three, that would have been January of 2021. You're good. You, you're you good. You're a newsman. You're good. January 2021. It's water. Uh, yeah. That's a, that's a big stout. That is. That is. Uh, oh, shit. Stop. That's not ready yet. <laughs> No, you're not in charge. I'm not in charge. <laughs> oh, I have. Well, never mind. Why don't you introduce the beer first? <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> having recently celebrated uh, Mawide's five-year anniversary um, and having 18 stouts in front of us, yeah. um, throwing it back to the four-year anniversary sour that they did. Um, Do you all want drinking water for, like, palate cleansers? No. But uh, here, nice, beautiful label. Um, this is an American oh, sour nice. ale with uh, blackberry, cinnamon, vanilla, and lactose. Um, one thing to be said about these bottles of stout versus this can is that typically aging a stout, you know, you remove some of the like fusel alcohols through oxidation. The beer gets more mellow. Um, this lactobacillus kettle soured ale is should have not changed at all period in theory in theory but right is there a bunch of fruit sludge in it no no oh, okay. not one of those but we i actually didn't listen to anything you just said so i uh can't really tune in here okay so. thanks wait why is it upside down we're just uh giving it time to reincorporate what kind of beer is it it's a sour ale. what kind of veil Okay, I'm not repeating. Everyone else on the podcast is listening. <laughs> it's like it's so blackberry, weird. cinnamon, vanilla, lactose. So it is a, like a sour fruit ale. Yeah, but it's not. But it's not like pulp. It's right, not. We'll it, it's, it's not a live IED 450 North Grenade. All I'm gonna say is stuff with fruit pulp in it is often not benefited well from age. But my wife knows what they're doing with it, so let's find out. Yeah, they've been doing sours forever. <laughs> this is. Uh, I, I have no no doubts about yeah, this. Yeah, I, I still have a couple of those in my fridge at home. They take the time, ferment everything out. <clears throat> it's fine. Um, but this was one of my favorite ones. Oh, that's uh, great. Oh, I love that color. It's great. Blackberry action. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Hell yeah. Did you already give the camera a good little glimpse of the can? Yes. Yes. Again, for those listening on podcasts, we have a Patreon. So you can watch this instead. When we reach uh, $200 in our Patreon per month, we're going to buy non-squeaky chairs. That's our first, like, stretch goal. I mean, that's, that's per chair, though. So, per like, chair. Yeah, 600 right. total for three chairs. Yeah. And when we reach $500, we're going to prescribe John Ad- uh, Xanax before each podcast yeah. so he doesn't have to squeak in the chair. Yeah. Uh, if that's any incentive. No, uh, no, we need to give that Xanax to Frankie the dog, actually. Yes, to help him yeah. chill out. <laughs> Poor Valium. Also yeah. farts in a jar, guys. All I'm saying is farts in a jar. I'd rather sell bath water. Not much aroma coming off of it. Just fruit. Just fruit. Yeah, that's exactly how I remember it. Yeah, that, that vanilla is it's like pretty a, nice, actually. Like a blackberry cobbler. So you look like you're like pensive about I'm going to be the one to say that I think it's gotten probably descriptive a lot of its flavor in its age. I feel like a lot of like blackberries in general tend to really dry things out. I'm also coming off of a bunch of big stouts, so yeah. I'm satisfied. I mean, I yeah, I, I would. I wouldn't have known that this was a year old. Only about a year me. old. Yeah. Again, this is not exactly my wheelhouse of stuff I would drink. Yeah, I mean, it's a little flat, but you know, it's a year old. This is not really designed to have been sat around for yeah. whatever. It's also sour ale, but, uh, you know, yeah. 7%. What's the ABV on that? 7%. 7%. Yeah. That's, All right. It's pretty tasty. They, like so for their fourth anniversary that same year, they released this this sour ale, but then they also released their their typical 
New England IPA, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Four. But yeah, IPA version, I think. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, coincidentally, each year they try and do a IPA, a sour, and then there usually is a barrel-aged product accompanying it. Um, for the fifth year, uh, they took kind of a unique stretch and not completely crowdsourced, but kind of garnered ideas from the community on like <clears throat> what you know could be uh, good adjuncts for each. Um, and that came out, they both came out pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm blanking on exactly what they were, but I thought it was a unique approach to uh, just, sourcing some of your ingredients. I just remember the breakfast pizza that they had. Mm. Yeah. They opened up at 10 a.m. on Saturday morning. Max does some legit <clears throat> little, like, it was, pizzas. It, it was, the beer was great, but the breakfast <laughs> the pizza, pizza. <laughs> just took it away to an, another level. Totally. What else we got? Let's do that one, Max. Uh, next is something I brought, uh, from Fall City, um, a throwback to last New Year's, um, for 20, New Year's 2021, uh, is the Cherry Champagne Supernova. Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, uh, and they're doing a variant of it, a version of it this year, a, uh, was it a Champagne Triple Nova? It's a triple. Nice. Um, so... Yeah, this is just aged with cherries and on bourbon barrel, and Cameron does really good special beers. It's a it's a sparkling golden ale, uh, and I have a Cajun cork here that I'm now struggling with. It's <laughs> better than Waxo. All right, well, Michael struggles with that. These are these are bottle conditioned beers meant to savor. Yeah, it, well, and I want to say savor or savor. I want to savor them. Yeah, why not both? With Conveniently, lawnmower a damn barge dammed up the Suez Canal, starting a very brief global supply chain crisis. Do you guys remember when that happened? Do you want to, do you want to take this one? Uh, if anyone that's listening right now wants John to never do trivia again, just uh, leave a it's comment. It's fun! So these are all within oh, the last two years. Know. It's because you don't know. Uh, the, the Suez Canal? <clears throat> yeah. That was this year. Okay, but I'm going to say... Was it? I'm going to say that happened Certainly. in September. Yeah, that was, that was very recent. Uh, I'm going with August, just to not have the same answer. March 2021. Okay, that does seem a while It almost back. happened again in September. One, like, almost got stuck again, but they wow. got through. Uh, also, by the way, I, I do not have a, a label for this, uh, because I was actually uh, just remarking to, uh, to Drew Johnson. He stole it. At Fall City the <laughs> other day. Or actually, I guess it was today, about, like, how much I love this beer since we were talking about the new beer coming out, and uh, he just graciously grabbed a label this one for me to, to grab, and it says CS on it, so I <laughs> assume that means Cherry super, Supernova. We'll find so, out. So um, let's uh, pop this open. Let's get the get the noise. And you know it's going to go fucking crazy. Yep. I don't think there's any kind of, like, mixed fermentation there. Okay. No, it was, it was yeah. just bottle yeah, condition. Yeah, yeah. Sounds great, though. That sound great. So, David, if you want to do the... Pouring honors. Well, I for one am happy that you stole this from Drew. I didn't steal it. He gave it to me fair and square. Well, uh, I do remember actually drinking this beer. That's a bubbly boy. So does it. We'll do it. I'm certain I fell asleep by 11 p.m. last year on New Year's watching that god-awful elementary Sherlock Holmes adaption. Um, But um, I do remember popping open a bottle of this by myself. All right, I, I, once again, I wasn't listening when you talked about the description of the beer. Sparkling golden ale aged with cherries in the okay. bourbon room. Uh, I don't remember the ABV on it, to be honest. Maybe it's uh, I want to say it's a little under seven. The cherry aroma's still there. It smells great. This is taking on more Cezanne. Yeah, notes. it really does. I was going to yeah, almost say it has like a fruity Oof, farmhouse yeah, kind of character. Sounds, it's super dry. I like it. Um, Oh, I like that a lot. Very effervescent. Yeah, effervescence is the word to use. Look at this cork funk in the uh, neck of the bottle. I don't think you guys will be able to see that. Oh, that's pretty good. That's got some good cork funk. There's been a little bit of something going on in here as this thing is aged. Mm. Good sedimentation on the bottom of the bottle as well. And you guys think we're like, well, these things have traveled, so. Yeah, that's that's some good sludge on the cork. (laughs) Yeah. Mm. (laughs) So... uh, Oh. Nature's probiotic. Yeah, so this is this is. I excellent. like the I like the beer. I don't like what you just did with the cork. <laughs> so. 
It's yeah, this is good. It's super cherry in the aroma, but it's a lot more just kind of Belgian-y, um, Abbey kind of notes coming through to me on like the mouth and the flavor and stuff like that. Yeah. I actually don't get that much cherry out of it anymore. But I get the aroma of cherry, but not that much in the, in the taste. Very good, and though. Also, you just licked the cork, so. Yeah, it was delicious. <laughs> I, wanted to, I wanted more of that funk probiotic, so. Yeah. Um, I, uh, this is a beer that I would still drink just by myself and totally. have, have a few on, on New Year's Eve. Oh, certainly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's also, that's fair. Really your only choice because well, this is what I do by yeah. myself anyway. <laughs> um, but honestly though, that just plays into my style of preferential beer. Cause like totally. I, I'm not big on big pastry stouts or barrel aged stouts anymore. Yeah. And even sours are starting <laughs> to mess with my stomach. So like a good, like farmhouse is kind of up my alley right now. I'm with you. Oh, yeah. You have thoughts. I, I have thoughts. Uh, this, you know, being a year old, I would let this sit for another year or two. Just to see what maybe. happens. Yeah, it's just like, I love the dryness in it. Um, I think, like you said, Cameron over at Fall City does. Like, yeah. When Whenever it's somebody's like special, special. And makes it real special. Yeah, he does his it really. quads and his yeah. like Christmas beers and like even their Oktoberfest yeah. is one that I love. Shout out M- Moon Fuel. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I have some of that. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a great beer. Great. Oh, fantastic <laughs> coffee stout uh, named in honor of Dogecoin. I have to, I have to also put that Doge Beans coffee. The, the Kinsey, yeah. Kinsey Bernard uh, yep. t shirt. Support uh, Kentucky Women in Beer. Uh, she does a podcast, Boys from Marzen, uh, that we are proud supporters of. Yeah. Um, all you half pints and yeah. uh, we don't we don't quite have the taglines, but one day we'll grow yeah. up to be just like Kenzie. Yep, hopefully. Um, or are we just giving shout outs? Because you know, shout out to Shot Bar and my shirt too. Sounded I mean, good. Oh <laughs> hey, it seems like <laughs> shout out to Bluegrass Homebrew <laughs> Supply and John's shirt. I did, there was a lull. I felt like it was a good time for a plug. I don't know. Like, there's no there's no shout pay. out to our new NFT parts <laughs> and jars. Uh, shout uh, out shout out Frankie. Shout out Frankie. He's finally asleep. Leave him alone. Shout out to. Quirks with funk on them. Okay. Uh, right, what's next? The we big do. dog. You know, people don't give this beer enough love. No, I agree. I love this beer. Okay. This one is a little special. Uh, this um, beer that we have now is the... I, I keep second-guessing, but I'm pretty sure this is the first iteration of Bone Luke. Wow. This is a 2015 version of Against the Grain um, Bone Luke Imperial Smoke Stout. Um, this is the one that was originally done in collaboration with the Mullen Brewing. Um, so this is kind of Dukes of Hazard inspired. Um, they made like some cool little characters because they do characters with all their beers. Um, if memory serves correct, this is the one that they added aged in Peppy Van Winkle barrels. Um, I've heard nothing but good things about this beer ever, but I've actually never opened it. Uh, so tonight seemed like a good opportunity yeah. to do that. I mean, six years later, so... Yeah. Wow. But uh, keep talking because I'm assuming it's going to take me an hour to get this wax off. Yeah, again, I mean, if you're a brewery that decides to, to wax your bottles, um, <clears throat> you know, oh, this one's actually coming out okay, but still... Okay. The wax just exploded. This is not your Crayola wax. This is like it's just hard plastic wax. Plastic. <laughs> yeah, that's really funny. This is going everywhere. Yeah, well, that that that's gonna happen sometimes. Uh, oh, and look at this. John Renane happens to have a, have a few a, a dusty right bottle of the exact same thing. I'm trying to see if it's the same one or not. Oh, There's no way to tell. The only reason I know this is because it's marked on the top. Do they do their serial numbers new every year? Or do they just use the same ones? Rotate yours a little bit. I couldn't possibly. This is great tell you. podcasting, folks. Yeah. Same one. Yeah. 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 Anyway, look at the look at the, on. look at the dust on this. If guy. it has the Demolin on it, I believe that was only the the first year. Could this is legitimately covered in dust. <laughs> yes. As You're God, also in a homebrew shop, so everything's a little bit more dusty than as as Sam Cruz intended. This is completely covered in dust. <laughs> Shout out to Sam Cruz. He. Uh, Created an entire rendition of the night before Christmas oh, uh, for yeah. us. We might have to post that on its own. Yeah, I, yeah, like, I think we Patreon? should. Yeah, yeah, it was great. Actually, yeah, we'll put that on the Patreon. Yeah. Shout out, Sam! You did great. That was that was it's amazing. Great. Every everyone that contributed to that quick little video. Oh, yeah, did thank an you. Awesome job. Yeah, 
Um, Goodwood got everybody involved. I love seeing that. I, that was one of my favorite parts about that video. Yeah. I think I mentioned that to you guys, but it was cool to see like <clears throat> a day in the life almost of just like people working. Yeah, they were, like, they, I know. mean, yeah, they were. Goodwood was on their canning line. The, yeah, the folks there. Yeah, and Kyle just pulled them aside. Like, hey, read this. Read this shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, that's funny. Here you go. <laughs> oh, Lord. by the way, guys, because the world had not suffered enough. Dame Judi Dent and James Corden became CGI nightmare fuel as cats in the uh, rendition of the Broadway play coming to theaters. Cats. Anybody guys remember when when that gray star timeline? Uh, March 2019. I I don't even like cats at all. It's a Christmas movie. Even the real, December 2019. I don't even like real okay. cats. Wait, is wait. How hold, dare you, hold on, sir. hold on. I've never seen Cats musical. Is it based on Christmas? Or are you just saying it came out? They released the movie Christmas. as a Christmas movie. The play is based on like basically nihilism and Satanism, I think, is uh the root for the first thing. Tell me more about how it's an allegory for something else. <laughs> I don't think it's an allegory for anything. Except for like cats. It's very coffee. Yeah. Yes. yes. All right, Bo and Luke. 2015, six-year-old beer, aged in Pappy Barrels. Maybe. Maybe. Probably. 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 It has a 15 written on the cap. It's hard to describe the aroma of that. Fish. Okay, so I... The fish. Hmm? It smells like fish. It smells like smoke balls. I mean, I, I like, I... I understand why people like this and why it was such a hit. It's six years old and it tastes just like Bo and Luke. Yeah, it's, it, you're right, it's PD, but. Yeah, but it's, it's kind of yeah, mild. It's not overly yeah. smoky. Like, actually, the more it sits on your, like, the more, like, it sits on your palate, the more that smoke kind of, kind of comes up. But it almost has more of, like, a sawdusty, yeah. like, in, in a good way, if yeah. that makes sense, uh, kind of coating. Just and actually, after you take that first sip, the aroma is more powerful as well. I see what you mean, though, with that warfy kind of quality. Yeah. By which I, of course, mean the Star Trek character. <laughs> yeah, that's what we mean by warfy. Yep. <laughs> um, I don't know. I think it's, I, it's drinkable. It's very drinkable. Very drinkable. I would, I, I would be curious to go back in time and drink in 2015 to see what it tasted like then versus now. Sure. Um. This, I, again, this, I have to preface it with by saying that like this is not my normal beer anyway. And actually, I do like smoked beers, but not this big of one. Sure, I it, just so those I'm familiar with, like the Louisville, uh, what do you call it? The uh, coming up uh, Genesis of sorts, uh, the, you know, against the grain led the way for sure. And many our kind of, of revitalization, sure. yeah. resurgence as a beer scene. Yeah, certainly. And this uh, is one of the big. This is a, a huge. This well. is a giant. Precursor. It's our Dark Lord Day. Uh, maybe, uh, but it's, it's it was such a precursor to things that have came. Um, so it, I mean, it's kind of special just to drink it. But uh, also, you kind of like if you try and vision, you know, like six years back, like what were you drinking and like what were you excited about, and maybe then that this, sounds like a good exercise. Is this the last beer? This is, but I mean, that sounds like, like a good exercise for a, like end of the year video. What were you guys doing six years ago? I was just opening this store. Uh, I was wait, drinking. Wait, what year is this? Twenty fifteen. Yeah, I was trying to go to grad school in Rhode Island. Didn't work out. <laughs> yeah, I was. Um, I was in my junior year of college, which was the, I think, the most difficult year for most people. Um, but I do remember at some point I had like gotten into then you know the crappier thing for eight or so years i guess but at this point i kind of opened my taste buds to any and everything so i was just kind of getting the broad exposure um but like i can see where this would have been something that would have been super appealing at that point mm -hmm. in time um it's just so, it's just so different from like the the heavy yeah, laden. There, you couldn't get anything else like that at the no. time. Yeah, like, the sweet you know, stouts. Yeah. It's it's yeah. so different. Yeah, um, and I appreciate it for that. I do too. I was still going going back to this question though. Six years ago, I was still going to 
pint nights at Flanagan's. I was yeah. I was still mm-hmm. chasing certain beers, not necessarily at their <clears throat> sources, but at just random sure. wherever they would pop up. Tap or like yeah, random. It was still beer hard bars. to get three Floyds down <clears throat> here at that time. Like oh, I got very excited whenever I saw um, uh, zombie dust, zombie dust or, or anything. Like, came, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and there was only about seven, eight local breweries, maybe. I know. In the, in oh, the I think about that. Yeah. That's insane. Well, six years ago, Against the Grain was four years old. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like, them being, uh, you know, such a stronghold, um, you know, it just seems special. But it's crazy, like, and uh, this is, uh, to their credit, this is not to say, like, this is nuts, but, like, it's so strange to conceptualize the fact that uh, uh, Great Flood is one of the oldest, like, Louisville breweries. It is. Yeah, it is. Like, yeah, they, they've been kicking ass for years and just doing their thing like yeah well they opened when i still worked you know at, for at uh, my old kentucky homebrew like i mm. remember when they were coming in and being like homebrewers and being like hey, how do we make like can you with blah, blah 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 and like just talking through these things just like you see people like you know andy doing now and just like you see uh all sorts of folks doing starting little tap rooms and stuff that was them like then and it seems like forever just in the same spirit of all this stuff it seems like forever and a day ago at the same time mm. it's so crazy it's funny when I when I think about a like a tap room experience, especially you know formative craft beer years. Mm-hmm. I, I put myself back in at Great Flood, the yeah. Highlands location. Yep, that's where I went. That's a great tap room. <clears throat> yeah, it was it was it was always great. It was always cozy. Atmosphere is big for me. Um, I mean, you can have the best beer in the world, but if your atmosphere sucks or if your people suck, I completely agree. Then that's that's a big thing for me. Yeah. People often ask me that question, and yeah, I I wholeheartedly agree. I think people get m- more fixated. I think the, the fixation on the quality of the beer is often overwrought in the head of the person thinking about it. It goes both ways, though. You can have some not your favorite beer, but also have a great spot. And sure, oh, for sure, it's a, yeah, it's totally inverse. Uh, you know, and it, it kind of leads into like, if anyone ever, you know, like asks me personally, like, what's your favorite place to go? I'm like, well, what's, what's the occasion? What are we doing? Right. Yeah. What do you want to drink? Yeah. What yeah. Are, yeah. And that's, uh, you know, it's like, well, th- there, there is certain places that I would go for, for this or that, you know, and, and that's like lovely to have that variety. But six years ago, you really didn't. I mean, no, it's not many you, you go to these couple yeah. breweries, yeah. have fun. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, like, my stomping ground for the longest time was, still is, I guess, but uh, Hilltop, I mean, because... Sure. Uh, good beer, good food, One fun. thing, yeah, I mean, one thing they, like, built was this program of, like, every Thursday, they'd have a brewery come in via distro, via local, um, and just put four of their beers on. So you just go hang out, have a night out, have four beers, try these, and then, you know, you're exposed to a new brand, you know, you might meet, you know, yeah, people from totally. that brand and kind of make some kind of personal yeah. connection. Um, Hilltop but, is the last bastion of the pint. Yeah. Uh, pint takeover. It seems in, like it. In yeah. Louisville. Yeah, I agree. There are a couple other spots that do it okay, sure. But they're but, like the one that I like to go to the most. For sure. Yeah. Well, they, they've catered to All it for... All you can play giant Jenga. Yeah, I mean, they, they just catered to it for so many years and done a great job with it. So. They're also about to celebrate their 10th anniversary, actually, so shout that's out crazy. to uh, Hilltop. Yeah. yeah. I think we can all say that that's been one of our places, like... Oh, yeah. In, it, it, we, we're different ages, so I might have been there, like, a few years before you guys, back in my, like, go-to-bars days or whatever, but, man, I love that Okay, place, I mean, so. they've been open for 10 years. I've been able to drink for nine, <clears> so, like... You guys, you guys are babies. <laughs> you guys are babies. Goo-goo, gaga. Small child. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I think all of this goes uh, well with, like, just reflecting on kind of the last year and kind of the way beer's gone. So. Yeah. And as it goes, like, you know, they surely go hand in hand, but, like, Louisville has gotten so much different in the last six years, ten years, whatever. It's super fun to see. And especially during a year like the past three years have been, it's been nice to see that the community has supported those like independent breweries and independent restaurants and independent businesses Mm -hmm. in a way that hasn't in in a way that they didn't have to, given the fact that you can buy everything on Amazon or like Postmates from Applebee's or whatever the hell ever. It's been really, really silver lining is probably not the right term. It's just been (laughs) a year of shit. It's been one good thing for my soul to see people like supporting small businesses and local breweries. And drinking local beer. Any closing thoughts, Michael? Uh, 
yeah, uh, this will be the last uh, couple beers that I drink for a month. I think. Yeah, dry January. Uh, we we we're as, all doing it. We as a team at LAT is uh, yep. we're gonna try to to do dry January. We're gonna test through some NA beers. Yep. Uh, hopefully, have our own collab beer on draft. Um, you know, we're waiting on the final results of that, but I, I'm pretty hopeful. Um, <laughs> it's gonna happen. I mean, it's gonna happen. <laughs> it's question is, are we gonna promote it? It's gonna be good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. first crack at this. Yeah, yeah. it's it's, it's yeah. gonna be good though. Um, but to that to that point, it'll be the first brewery that I can think of in Louisville that's ever put out an NA beer, and that's a big deal. Yeah, and that and we can talk about this more in January, but yeah, that we'll is a whole a, that is that is a trend that craft breweries. <laughs> Everywhere, yep, Louisville and everywhere around the country needs to pay attention to, yeah, whether it's just kombucha fermentation or actual NA beer, yeah, have something available because we're moving in that direction. Uh, otherwise, uh, can we can we do like a, a favorite of on the table? Do we do we want to do that? I can't. <laughs> well, you don't like any of the stats. I've got a Pilsner or Kelly. Yeah, yeah. I know my, my favorite goes back to the Bone Luke. I just think it's a really special beer, and uh, I'm happy. Yeah, happy I, I, I agree with yeah, that yeah. as well. That's, yeah. I don't know. I, it just... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have some more. Back to my going, that my favorite thing about beer is never the beer. Against the Grain will, like, in the entire world, you know, you can name a brewery, and Against the Grain was going to be in my, in, in my list of my favorite breweries. And I love their beer, but it, the reason I love them has so much more to do with things that are not their beer. It's just their corporate culture and it's like the people who I've met, friends there and like just the fact that it's a great place to go have lunch (laughs) or like to have a meeting. Yeah. You know, Against Grain is great. And not not to say, not to take away anything from any other little brewery because they all are, but yeah. That's how I feel in my heart. Thanks. (laughs) By the way, in what year did the Pentagon (laughs) release a report saying well, we're not saying it's aliens, but by the way, it's aliens, and nobody gave a fuck. That was uh, July 2021. Yeah. Uh, that was in March of 2021. Okay. Pretty good. Mr. and Mrs. No, no, Potato no, 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 no. It's <laughs> over. become gender it's, neutral. It's over. Mostly to it's annoy over. Ben Shapiro. Uh, thank you guys for listening so much to our sixth episode of... Joe Rogan Tank. proves that horses either John. can or cannot get COVID. It's... Thanks, guys. Uh, I don't. I can't ask for much more. Murder horse. Happy New Year, guys. Happy, Happy New, New Year. Year. Signing off. Cheers.